Right, well, this evening uh, there has been, and every Monday evening, there's a group of people who <coughs> go out onto the streets of, I think it's Durban, and they have a not only a food ministry where they give food out, but it's much more than that because they actually preach the gospel and they tell the gospel to people. And we've actually got two people uh, kind of queued up ready. I, I might I might even try and play it just now if I can and see whether we can actually play that. Yeah. Uh, so I might be switching off your microphone. Oh, go for it, go for it. So we're going to try and see what we do. Uh, that coming up from two people who have heard the word and have actually given their lives to the Lord as a result and knowing uh, a move of God's Holy Spirit right well this evening uh, there has been and every Monday evening there's a group of people who <coughs> go out onto the streets of I think it's Durban and they have a not only a food ministry where they give food out but it's much more than that because they actually preach the gospel and they tell the gospel to people and we've actually got two people uh kind of queued up ready I, I might i might even try and play it just now if i can and see whether we can actually play that yeah. uh, so i might be switching off your microphone oh go for it go for it so we're going to try and see what we do uh, that coming up from two people who have heard the word and have actually given their lives to the lord as a result and knowing a move of God's Holy Spirit. Um, this is a short testimony of tonight's ministry on the streets. Yeah, I used to be a Roman Catholic. I became a Christian about two and a half years ago. And today I felt the Holy Spirit after the, the, the prayer for the new Christians and reborn Christians. And uh, my girlfriend uh, of a month now, she's starting to follow Jesus in the Bible and that I've become a fisher of men lately. And I felt the Holy Spirit next to me, but I didn't say nothing to her. I just said, I've got pieces, do you feel it? And she said, yes. I said, uh, that's the Holy Spirit standing amongst us. It was different to goosebumps. It was more... Yeah, it's the same as goosebumps, but no one, nothing. And I just thought I'd share it with you because he was amongst us. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Shine, Jesus, shine with the Corinth duo and uh, before that, Sam Hibbard, Higher Ground and In the Waiting, the acoustic version of that. And I know you were reminiscing, uh, Christian, about uh, how you used to sing that in the back of the car. Well, it wasn't quite an acoustic version here in the studio and they caught you recording me as well. <laughs> Listeners, Rob's been threatening or uh, to try and catch me out and record me singing in the studio sometimes, and he just successfully managed there. No, it was more like chuckling, actually, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did actually manage, but uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, you've got someone with a slightly wicked sense of humour here, so you better be careful. Oh, it's good. It's all in good fun. But they, we're, um, Graham Kendrick, the original artist for that one, that they, they often refer to as the godfather of modern worship music. There you go. I remember him as a child because we used to sing it in the back of Dad's car. Which was a Honda? I think it was a Honda. I was trying to think. I think it was a Honda. And yeah. was, it in, was it in Accord? Or was it a, I think it was, was it an Accord. Was it Civic? I think it was an, an, a, a, possibly an Accord. Possibly. Okay. <laughs> or con, concerto, actually. Concerto. Oh, there you go. Honda Concerto. There you go. Just came to me now. Yeah. Right. Verse of the day, you said. Yes, please. Back to verse of the day, which... <clears throat> is taken from the New King James Version. 
Psalm 37, verse 5. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Yeah. Now, I told you about something that uh, had, had happened to me. Because uh, when I was unemployed, and I had to trust in God for just small things. Yeah. And one of those things was when I was at church once, just got this sort of you know that you know that you know that God would say put that 10 pounds into the collection plate and when you're unemployed you don't really have a lot of money but I did and later on that week I got a check of over 300 pounds yes which is quite a lot to an unemployed person really yes but is uh, you know in the Christian life there really is no such thing as luck or coincidence no you know it's all God working undercover. And it, it is as much as anything about obedience. Yes. And trusting. How much do we trust God? How much are we prepared to trust God? How much are we prepared to trust God with our daily plans? We can go all, a, a lot of, many years. People can go many years and think they can do things in their own strength. And I will go to this place and I will do this such and such how much are they actually trusting God in all of that? Well, I, I think I think the very beginning of that question that you ask is so pertinent, Rob. The the how much aspect, because that how much is defined is defined in terms of what is seen, what is visible, what what do people uh, experience or get from uh, how you then behave, how you conduct yourself, and I guess from your perspective, uh, that example that you gave is is having, you know, only £10, being unemployed, feeling prompted in your inner man, in your inner being to give that £10, like the poor widow who dropped in those two copper coins as Christ was watching people put their money into the to the offerings. He watched rich Pharisees. He watched everybody dropping in sacks of money. And he said to his disciples, she's given more than anyone else with that two small copper coins. Yeah. That stuff like that won't be ignored, won't be forgotten, and it, and it very much is a test of faith in terms of what you're doing. In that example, it's putting your money where your mouth is, mm -hmm. and, but how does that look to other people? What does that look like in terms of stepping out in faith in your life, you know? But then there's, there's something else that you could do is, is there's a danger if you have quite a bit and you can do this and you can do that. And then there might be a case of self-sufficiency and not necessarily <coughs> trusting in God. Uh, I, I think I think that you're absolutely right there. And I think the whole line from the, the, that prayer that Christ gave us where give us today our daily bread comes in. Because, you know, too much will become conceited and proud. Too little will be tempted to steal. You know, there is that, there's that spot on element where Christ not only knows what we want... Because we, we, we think we know what we want, but also what we need, which touched to a much deeper level in each of us. And I've learned through experience, and I'm sure you have, Rob, that what I need very often doesn't line up with what I want, but it's the best thing for me, even if I don't think I need it at the time, you know? Yeah, and that's why uh, I'm increasingly believing that we need to, whatever we do, is commit our way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do it he will do it and, and there's that remarkable swivel point that turnaround where 
we're called to step out in faith and in trust and in hope that he will indeed do it. And he does. I, I've not been disappointed by him. You know, I've not been let down by him. You haven't either, have you? No, uh, I have not. Ultimately talking, we're, we're talking ultimately. Because there are some things like like um, Abraham that we, that you and I are maybe prepared to accept from afar in terms of we're never going to be ultra-wealthy um, men. But uh, that's not God's calling on our lives. Our, his calling to us is something different and unique, isn't it? And as we spoke earlier... I think it may have been an off-air conversation, is about faithfulness. How yeah. faithful are we going to be with what we have, what we're called to do? Well, see, see that's exactly right. It was one of those off-air ones. And, and sometimes the, the lines get blurred with us to on and off-air. And <laughs> you should just, like, accidentally that mic's been left on. But listen, viewers, if that mic got left on again at some point, all you would hear is some really interesting deep conversation going on and maybe a few laughs in between. And not so deep. <laughs> yeah, well, some, some, some not so deep. But I think you, that you're absolutely right, Rob, in terms of we're not called ultimately to be successful. We're called to be something different. We're called to be faithful. There is a difference. And it doesn't, we're not decrying success. But what we are saying is that success in our eyes isn't necessarily what God's intention is for us. You know, that there are many people... Um, who go through very long spells in life where nothing happens or there's no victory gained or it's just bad thing after bad thing after mean thing after mean thing. And it's, it, it's um, the, 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 the God's plan is so much wider, higher, longer and deeper that, that we, have to, we just have to learn to let go and trust in that sense. You know, and I, I don't mean let go in the kind of fatalistic sense. I mean let go in terms of us wanting to forever wrest control back from him and try and keep some kind of human limitation and, and strength in it when it really isn't about that. And that's what I think a lot of people try to do. It is, and, I, and I've done do. it myself. You yeah. know, and you, we, we are forever praying that we don't fall into that trap because it, it has ha it's happened in your ministry here, it's happened in your life just from what you've told me and it's happened likewise with myself to you and I think we, we have to try and fight to stay humble enough to ask the Lord that it would be in his strength and for his glory and not our own. Uh, quite often we might even think we know what God's plans are for us. Yeah, the, the, the gift of presumptuousness. Yeah. Or otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I've suffered from that before as well. But yeah. Right. Well, I think we've given our listeners a good deal to think about. Yes. Uh, let's go and have uh, Matthew James Mackay, arms, the arms of my saviour. I'm Linda Buchan from King's Inverness Church. You're listening to Gospel for Grampian Community Radio for North East Scotland. <laughs> 